is Kelly from Small Town America, Greensburg, Pennsylvania. And this is Sarah from Sydney, Australia. And this is Life, the World and Everything in Between, the podcast where we discuss our lives. And everything that exists in the world, those 15,000 kilometers, 9,600 miles between. Today is episode six. We are recording on August 13th. So I'm just going to jump right in. I think a great place to start this episode, Sarah, tell us, how was your week? Any overarching themes? Any big wins this week? Okay, well, this week um, was intense, I think. Um, But the overarching themes, I could say, are a bit of change is afoot. And, um, you know, perhaps stepping up a little bit as well, which is exciting. I don't know that I've felt that way since I got back to Australia, so around 21 months ago. Um, So, yeah, it's a little bit scary, a little bit exciting, a little bit, you know, question marky. (laughs) I'm going to to need some more information about what that means. Yeah. um, What do you mean changes afoot? What do you want to share with us? Oh, gosh. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm still kind of processing. But, um, you know, one of the part-time jobs I've been working on since December last year has changed, which is going to give me more time to focus on PFC, which is a good thing. So I think I'll I'll keep it succinct at that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But a couple of big wins. Um, Part of that, which is, you know, lined up quite nicely, is I am in some discussions for a fairly um, significant piece of work for PFC. So that's progressed a little bit further this week. Um, And I also tested out a new training program via my other part-time job, um, which is also working with sustainability with businesses. And, uh, yeah, I ran that yesterday and it was really well received. So that was a good way to finish up the week. Very nice. Thanks. And um, how about you? Um, last week, which I feel like I might have mentioned this last week, I finished all of my coursework for my MBA. Mm-hmm. So that was like a big win. I still have to do mm-hmm. my thesis but that was a big win this week the project we'll call it my work project um, (laughs) that I've been you know involved with since April we had the goal was to hire a consultant to do this you know multi-year project we had our interviews on Wednesday and picked a consultant so to say my job is done might be an overreach Mm -hmm. but because at one point they're like, oh, this is the last day you have to come in. And it's probably not, but it's pretty much done. <laughs> so that, mm-hmm. you know, once exciting, but then on another note, like, oh, those were two big things that took up a lot of space in life. Right. That they're not taking up space, which isn't a bad thing. It's just this week was a very oddly <laughs> scheduled week. Quite interesting. I feel like maybe we're a little bit in sync on that then. And then out of, not out of the blue, I have been stalking this company, literally stalking this company since Mm. maybe May. And I applied for one job, didn't get it. I've been messaging them on Instagram, like, hey, I'd love to come up to New York and just meet your leaders and take them out to lunch Mm -hmm. and their brain. And, you know, that didn't really go anywhere and tried to friend a couple people on LinkedIn and, 
they, I was on Monday, I took myself out for coffee and then ended up applying for a bunch of jobs, none of which I'm qualified for, but all Mm -hmm. I will be qualified for one day. And Mm -hmm. they, they're, they were showing a six month contract role and it was only on LinkedIn. This company that I've been stalking, it's not on their website. It's nowhere else only on LinkedIn. And so I emailed them and then I applied on LinkedIn. And according to LinkedIn, I was the only applicant on LinkedIn. Right. On um, LinkedIn, yeah. So I sent my resume over. They called or they messaged, sorry, they emailed. And today was the soonest that we could schedule a call because of my schedule. So we had a lovely interview today. Um, and that might, I don't, I don't want to count on anything yet, but mm. it's, it's different than what the job description and the reports that I read were that it's not a six month contract. I think I could do it too, which is great because it's there. Here's X amount of dollars. If I can do it in two months, but they want somebody to start soon. And I have that five week crew thing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it would entail being in New York part-time for a bit, Mm -hmm. which I won't. I mean, come on. I wouldn't say no to moving to New York. <laughs> exactly. Even that's two, potentially really exciting. Even for two weeks, I wouldn't say, like, you know, and, and I, I'm fine with going to New York. And they said they did have a budget for somebody to come in from out of town to do part of this job. So that was completely unexpected. Um, whether it pans out or not, we kind of ended the conversation with, because I don't even know if we ended up interviewing me. I think we ended up me just talking. Okay. <laughs> and telling this woman everything that I'm doing with, you know, this new program I'm starting in September and my travels and what I've been researching in my personal life and what my thesis is going to be about. And she's like, even if this doesn't work out, can we please still keep in touch? Because we mm. might have something if this isn't the right fit for you, there might be something in the future that we can do. And I mentioned this UNESCO program I'm starting and she's like, Oh my God, we used to have a program where we talked about UNESCO. I wonder what happened to that. Let me see if there's still funding for that. And like it went down, even if this specific project doesn't work, Uh it could be, because I even said about me when I told her I was stalking the Instagram page, she's like, Oh my God, I totally go to lunch with you. And I'm like, great. <laughs> she's from oh, so Pittsburgh, but she's living oh, in New York. York. So when she's like, "Where are you?" and I told her, and she's like, "I'm," and I said, "I know. I look at your page. I know you're from Pittsburgh. Like I know that." But yep. So that was my, that was my. Whether it's a big win or not, will will remain oh. to be seen. But it was a oh, good, it like a big win. Mm. Well, I mean, it was a win on other levels like the idea mm-hmm. that I went through this whole entire interview and the words cancer don't come up yes. because it didn't need to come up like yeah the thing that we talked about I end up telling her about my COVID story and she's like that is the most fascinating COVID story I've ever heard um, uh-huh. about me being overseas and having to get back into the right, country right. And, yeah and you know they gave up their they didn't give up their office they all moved home in, in may of 2020 since they're based in manhattan and their lease was up the next month so they gave up their office space so they've been this like company with no home for a year and a half now 
Um, so she had her own story. So it was just, it, it, was, it was a lot of good, solid conversation. But like I said, I don't know if yeah. we ever really interviewed me. That. Right, but maybe the whole point of this isn't that job. It, maybe the point of it was the connection and, and, you know, whatever happens in the future. And I might um, be, I, I might be okay with that as mm, well. Mm-hmm, because the mm-hmm. job, the job right now I'm totally into, but it's not yeah. exactly what I'm looking at. It's specifically about the garment district in New York City, which believe me, I'm not mad about. Mm-hmm. But when I think of this organization they to me scream we want to work with the the handicrafters and the artisans around the world to make sure they're having a sustainable income and there's economic development in these third world countries and things like that mm-hmm. but i guess to think that that doesn't touch the united states is short-sighted on my mm-hmm. parts yeah. so it would fit into what i'm doing with a little slight twist. Yeah, yeah, cool. Hey, um, I just want to pull up for a minute because you mentioned the the C word, not COVID, the other one, cancer. Right. Yeah. Um, we haven't really talked about that on this podcast, and like, and now is oh. is not the time for that conversation. But I do just want to pause there for a moment in case anyone listening is like, "What now? Hang on, who? What? Huh?" <laughs> fair enough. Um, fair enough. And I think that's also a testament to what you were just saying, that you had this this whole conversation. We've had half a season of this podcast and you haven't mentioned it. So, um, yeah, I think that's really, really cool. Um, but, yeah, maybe something that we, we discuss a bit more at some point down or the track. if somebody's listening and they're that interested, episode one of Carry On With Kelly, I talk oh, yeah. all about cancer. Spot on. Um, there you go. Beautiful segue to your other podcast. The whole cancer story, episode one of Carry On with Kelly, all the gory yeah. details. But yeah. just if you're listening Perfect. now, just know that I am managing well. So that's yeah. really all that counts. Yes. <laughs> but exactly. I thought the interview, this organization, which I, I'm okay saying their name, the organization is called Nest, N E S T. And mm-hmm. Just if you Google them in the States, it's super confusing because there is the nest, there is nest, which is like other products. This is nest.org, but their website is build a nest. So like the, the name. Just- uh, yeah. Cool. Why don't we put a link for that in the, in the notes as well, then if anyone does want to have a look at what they're about. But what I love about them is that they deal with the sustainable development goals that I research. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I thought was a great segue into the sustainable development goals. Yeah, Fantastic. Everything that they kind of look at. So leads us right into the sustainable development goals. So I'm just going to jump in and just do a quick two-liner on what those are in case anybody doesn't know. But the 2030, it's the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. It was adopted by the UN in 2015, and it's this shared blueprint on how peace and prosperity for the people and the planet can move now and into the future. At the heart of them, there's these 17 Sustainable Development Goals, which are calls to actions for the different countries. I personally think they are all interconnected. 
So even though they are 17 distinct goals, I think you'll see a common spur through them. So they recognize that ending poverty and other deprivations go hand in hand with strategies like improving health and education, reducing inequity, spurring economic growth, kind of all tackling things that go with climate change and coming together. So I thought we could just run through them real quick. I'm just going to read a couple that you can read a couple. Um, goal okay. one, no poverty. Goal two, zero hunger. Goal three, good health and well-being. Four is quality education. Five is gender equality. Six, clean water and sanitation. Seven, affordable and clean energy. Eight, decent work and economic growth. And nine, industry, innovation and infrastructure. Okay, 10, reduced inequality. 11, sustainable cities and communities. 12, responsible consumption and production. 13, climate action. 14, life below water. 15, life on land. Uh, 16, peace and justice, strong institutions. And 17 is partnerships to achieve the goals. So like I said, they're all interconnected. I could say that the three that really play a part in what I'm researching in life for my thesis, kind of where I want my work to go, are eight, nine, and 11. So decent work and economic growth, industry, innovation, and infrastructure, and then sustainable cities and communities. Obviously, these all interweave. So quality education, gender, gender equality, responsible consumption and production, overall partnerships all lead to those three things and pull them together. But that's kind of the direction that my research takes. So Sarah, personally, and I don't know if personally is the right word, where, like when you're working with the SDGs, where do you fall into the main parts? I think I think personally is fine because personally and professionally there's not much distinction for me. You're in line, right. You're in line. Right. Yeah. Um, but I do I do agree that they're all intertwined and definitely in the early uh, early days I would say, but they're all important. I've now realized that I can distill that down and focus primarily on number twelve, okay. which is responsible consumption and production. Um and that, I mean, that, like, even at a first glance, that feeds into decent work and economic growth, e equality, um, education, health and well-being, um, sustainable cities, like, so many of them. Um, but I guess, you know, where I got started on my journey was with climate action. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I, I stepped it back a, a little bit like... Um, what I'll talk about in a moment, um, but a little bit like looking at climate action or climate uh, change. Um, I was going to say prevention, but that doesn't, it's, it's, we're already there. Um, can seem like quite a big overwhelming thing. And so stepping back and focusing initially on single use plastics is how I sort of tackled that and going like, let's, let's talk about something tangible. Um, so, you know, that sort of feeds into what I want to say next about the SDGs, I was on a really great call uh, recently that talked about integrating the SDGs, uh, the Sustainable Development Goals, into how we do business and how picking one to adopt or three in your case, um, but not feeling like we have to tackle all 17 single-handedly, but focusing in on one or a few 
um, mm-hmm. makes it much easier to get some traction because we now have less than nine years until these goals are meant to be, you know, pretty integrated in how we do things, um, you know, and I would hazard to say we're a little bit behind on that. Um, and, you know, with so, so many things in this space of climate action, it can feel big. So let's break it down and make it like much more approachable. So I'm going to tell you that that's not the one I expected you to say. Like, I totally get really? it. Really? You outlined that. <laughs> Respons- responsible consumption and production. Absolutely. Sustainable mm. or the single-use plastic. Like, I totally get it. But I was still on, you know, the climate part mm-hmm. of things, the, the climate mm-hmm. action. I thought you were going to go with 13. Um, Ooh, obviously, surprise. like you said, they're, <laughs> I know, I am surprised. They're all interwoven. Um. One thing I do want to mention, if anybody's interested in in learning kind of an overview, there's this university in Rotterdam, the Netherlands, called, I'm going to mispronounce it, but I think it's Erasmus University. And they have an overarching course on the sustainable development goals. You can take it for free on a couple of different platforms. The one I use in the States is called Coursera, but it's just... um, you know, simple, here's the 17 goals and like an intro to all of them, just in case anybody's interested in an overarching cool. course. I found that last night when I was um, researching something else, it sort of popped up. Okay. Yeah, that's great. And I know you are working with a faction of the UN to do something with a website with the SDGs. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So I uh, do some pro bono work for the UN Association of Australia um, for the New South Wales branch. That's the state Sydney is, for those of you not familiar with the lay of the land in Australia. Um, So they have a a different group of uh, uh, dedicated, you know, volunteers and pro bono staff for each of the different states around Australia. And, yeah, I've been helping them with their website. We've actually been developing a new website, which has taken a little bit longer, um, but we'll be launching really soon, which is quite exciting to finally see that starting to come together. Um, So the UN Association is a little bit different to some of the other UN bodies that, you know, we might all be familiar with uh, in that it is primarily a volunteer um, or, uh, yeah, I don't know, Association of the UN. So it's not funded like, you know, many of the other programs. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are run independently but with the support of the UN. And their remit is to inform, inspire and engage Australians in this case on the work, goals and values of the United Nations to create a safer, fairer and more sustainable world. Um, these associations are all over the world as well. It's not just an Australia thing. Um, and then in Australia, they've, uh, you know, back to you know what I was talking about before, is they've actually um, honed in on four themes to engage the community here, uh, overarching, which of course encompass those 17 development goals, um, but in a little bit more of a, a succinct and approachable way. So their four themes are peace and security, sustainable development, global citizenship and human rights. Uh, and then, of course, you know, those 17 sort of plug into that. Right. Um, and, I, yeah, I think a good thing to mention that I hadn't thought of until you talked about the course that, yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce. 
I'm not it sure. I, I, I say, say Erasmus. Yeah, I say Erasmus. Yeah. I know that's not it. There's an extra S in there. Erasmus yeah. sounds good. Mm-hmm. But like, if anyone's looking for a like a chunkier kind of a course, um, the UNAA in New South Wales run a diploma. Uh, a couple of times a year, and the next one will be early next year. Uh, it's actually sort of underway at the moment, uh, where you can delve into not just understanding the SDGs, but like how you would implement them, how you would do leadership. And so it goes into a lot of like uh, presentation and, um, you know, mindset building and motivational speaking, like and confidence building around how you would potentially sort of work them into your work or um, your platform. So, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Very interesting. I have to say it's really nice. Most of my world, if I say something like the SDGs, they look at me like I'm nuts. Like mm. most people that I deal with on a day-to-day basis have no clue what I'm talking about. So it was really yeah. nice. Like when you and I have a conversation, we could say it. <laughs> if I know you understand. Or when I had that interview, um, today's Friday, right? So when I had that interview this morning, when I had that interview this morning, I said something and, and I didn't have to pronounce anything or not pronounce anything, explain anything. I just sort of made a comment and you could tell she knew what I was talking about. Normally people's face go blank once in a while. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to kind of have a like-minded conversation. Gosh, those things are the best, aren't they? I mean, it was over Zoom. It would have been better if it was like face-to-face, but maybe one day <laughs> yeah yeah maybe, well it sounds very day. promising that one day it will be face to face i don't know we will wait and see um so you know she said we'll talk next week here's the the kicker where it becomes uber important is she said there's a certain piece of this that they want done before new york fashion week well new when york fashion it starts september 8th Oh wow! <laughs> but then, but then, in the same conversation, she said, "Because it's a, you know, they the the project technically doesn't have to be done until the end of March." But mm-hmm. thinking, why would you spend this much? Like, I I think I can get it done quicker by working mm-hmm. more hours. Blah 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 blah. But she's like, you know, the first couple of weeks are definitely full time, but there's not a couple of weeks before yeah before Fashion Week <laughs> because they, that's. That's on a Wednesday. That Monday is a holiday for us. Okay. Um, that weekend, I have a wedding. I leave on the 8th for Peru. So, like, this, the latest I can come back is the morning of the 3rd, which doesn't leave us a lot of life for me to go to New York to get this job started, which, no. might, be, which <laughs> might be the only reason why I don't get it in my mind. Mm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, even though we talked about this Peru trip and she's like, I said, I made it clear that I'm not going on vacation, that for most of the trip, there's no reason why I can't eke out a couple hours here and there to work on a project. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's the difference between vaca- vacation and traveling for life. You find a co-work facility and go work a little bit. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But that, you know that might be the reason I don't get it. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So interesting. What is next for us? Um, mm-hmm. For me, I'm waiting for that job, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I have like, unless that pans out, I have a mellow couple weeks 
But then in September, it's when life gets crazy. I leave for Peru on the 8th. I start my master's program in Dublin online on the 13th. So I feel like I have this little reprieve of life for the next couple weeks. Yeah, you might need it. The biggest (laughs) thing I want to do is update my resume. Um, Mm -hmm. I found a whole new format that we're going to change it into for the better. So that's That's exciting. Mm. Is it? Okay. I, I, I don't know. Bad. I get excited about that stuff. I love doing, um, you know, I'm not massively good at it. I use Canva, but I love doing, like I, I designed my CV into that and I was like, oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. That I, found, yeah. I, I found a really great template and it allows me, I've been taking Spanish classes for the past eight months and mm-hmm. I have been taking French classes for the past, I don't know, a couple months, but I used to take French. So I would consider myself at least knowing it basic. So I like want a section to put language on if I'm going to be looking at international, these kind of contracts. And mm-hmm. I just, that was exciting that I have a section for language. And Yay. <laughs> See, it is. I think like, yeah, I think that sounds really satisfying to do something like that. That's what's going on with me. What's going on with, or not what's going on with next. What is next for you in the coming week? Yeah, next for me. So um, I'm, I'm using this weekend to sort of digest everything that sort of happened this week. And um, as we touched on at the beginning, I think that's really going to shift things for me uh, and ultimately be really good. So I'll be able to refocus my attentions onto my, my PFC work. Uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week, but I've started B-School again this year. Uh, I signed up last year and you get a, um, you can go back, you can, you're like a student for life with B-School and they run the program every year. So this is one of Marie Folio's programs on business and marketing. Uh, so I, you know, want to keep digging into that because I've made a bit of a slow start so far, especially this week. Um, and yeah, I'm ready to start planning some bigger goals for the future I've put some uh brown paper up on my wall and I'm Ooh, jotting down <laughs> um yeah and I think b-school is going to help with that and there's some other uh professionals that I'm chatting with as well for personal and professional development and um I think it's all starting to head somewhere <laughs> So not not to go back to my interview again, but on the video where I have my video posted, you could see my whole wall behind me where I did my 2021 year. Mm-hmm. And then you could also see the sidewall where I have my Peru trip. And she's like, what are all mm-hmm. these post-its behind you? Oh. Like, oh, this is <laughs> this is this is how I organize life. So it's yes. <laughs> like I love colorful post-its. Yeah, yeah. I've um I've calmed down on the post-its a bit because for my birthday this year I got a rocket book, which is oh, a right. reusable notebook, and it's been so good, so good. Just you write everything up. I've got a two-week planner, a month-long planner, and then blank pages just to jot down everything, and then you save it up to the computer, wipe it down, and start again. It's awesome. I would probably equate that to my Google Notes then. I do that uh-huh. on Google. I do that on Google Notes as well. Um yeah. not, not like a calendar, but my note taking. But yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, sounds I like, like you writing. have 
a lot coming down the pike. It all sounds very exciting. It does. It does. It's still a little bit um, not super clear on what it's all going to look like at the other side or where the other side even is. Um, but it is exciting. It does feel like there's there's some movement in a good way. Okay. Well, then I think that's a great place for us to stop today. And we'll pick it up next week and see if you have had any movements. Yeah, Hopefully, too. I've had some movements. Exactly. And then maybe, <laughs> you know, we have 17 goals that are intertwined. Maybe we can figure out how to parcel them into like maybe four, four and four or something. And, and yeah. maybe talk a little bit more about the sustainable development goals sort of overall, but smaller hunks. Yeah, that sounds like a good approach. All right. Awesome. Well, then have <laughs> a good morning. Yeah, you have a good evening. I'll speak oh. with you soon. All right. Sounds good. Good night. Or, yeah, good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.